coach might In the kitchen light Creating a lie It's a beautiful lie The coach might In the kitchen light Welcome to another episode of the Real to Life podcast. It's a part of BND TV's weekly lineup. <clears throat> I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. And we have another phenomenal guest for you all today. But before I bring them on, I want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live. So the Brooks and Nervous Real Estate Firm business Facebook page and YouTube channel. So for those that are checking us out live, we invite you to place your comments in the chat, uh, in the live chat and take part in the show. Now, also, if you have a real estate need, like looking to buy a house or putting your house on the market for sale, or maybe you're interested in a career in real estate or looking for a change in a brokerage, um, well, we will invite you to stay on after a very special message. After the show, stay on. We got a very special message just for you that we want to uh, let you know about. So without further ado, uh, I am bringing to the stage. She's a realtor uh, with Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. She's licensed in two states. Uh, she's an investor and a communitarian. I want to bring to the stage Miss Joy Martin. How you? How you doing, Joyful? Greetings. I'm fine. I'm fine. Joyful the realtor. We love it. Yeah. So, so Joy, you know, in my 17 years of being in the real estate industry, I feel like as real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated, right? You know, our clients, customers, sometimes even our colleagues, they put us in a box, not recognizing that we're people too, people with passions uh, and many layers. So, uh, because of that, I want to create a platform where real estate professionals like yourself could come on and showcase the many passions that they have, in addition to being in real estate, um, along with me being a certified coach and coaching and that being the thing that we offer at Brooks and Davis. We also do a little bit of coaching here uh, on the Real to Life podcast as well. So, you know, before we jump right into it, uh, Joy, I know when they hear your story and they learn more about you and you open that window into your life, people are going to want to be able to engage with you online, social media. Where where can they find you online? <clears throat> I am on Instagram as Joyful the Realtor, Facebook as Joy Martin. All right. So uh, Instagram and Facebook. So which you do you frequent both of them? I'm on Instagram most of the time. I check messages every now and then on Facebook, like every three days. Oh, but okay. I'm on Instagram every day. So Instagram every day, and then uh, Facebook. You have a three day regimen, huh? So yes. you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was there a reason you had to put some parameters in place? No. Well, Facebook is like my Facebook. I don't. I don't know when Instagram came out. I just kind of like moved with the flow. Yeah, I don't see much activity on my timeline on Facebook. So, ah, so you get more love. You get more love on IG, huh? Yeah, There's a lot <laughs> going on on Instagram. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, good. Well, you know, we are. I always start out uh, my my guests with the same question because again, this podcast is about learning about the passions and things that you're into. So, you know, what are the hobbies or activities that you and your family are a part of? Oh, um, 
we like to travel. Um, we have like a little coat giveaway. Well, we was in Louisiana. I got to find my niche in Texas. Um, we was doing like a coat giveaway every winter and we feed the homeless. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like you're the kind of person that really cares a lot uh, for your fellow man and, uh, and want to show that indeed. Yes, definitely. Okay. So what is it that, uh, that, that kind of, I guess, promotes your care for, you know, your fellow human and wanting to show it in that manner? It was mostly the community I grew up in. Okay. The community, it was, it's full of poverty. So I just always feel the need to give back. Okay. Okay. So you, you, it sounds like you're one of those individuals that when you make it out, you know, you're about giving a, giving a, a what I say, not a, a, a leg up or putting, or putting your hand and, and reaching, reaching and bringing someone else up along with you. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to. So now, you know, you, you spoke about your family. Um, so kind of describe a little bit about like your family, like are you, you, your kids, you, you're married, like talk to us about that. I am married. <clears throat> My husband, his name is Carl. He drives trucks. So he's like okay. over the road back and forth a lot. I have a 20 year old son. He attends LSU to be a veterinarian. Oh, sweet. I have a 17 year old daughter. She, uh, she's up Jersey village down the street. Okay. Um, and I have a two year old. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So you and Carl was like, "Man, let's do this. Let's run this thing back." That's what I was. Like. <laughs> yep, I have a two-year-old. It's a big gap. It's like he got two sets of parents. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is that is that is interesting. So with with your um, with your heart for the homeless and with your heart for giving coats and things like that, uh, is this something that your children do? They follow suit as far as their care. Yes, especially when it's time to feed the homeless. They up and ready. Um, with the coats, it's kind of like, I would say everybody has a job. Mm -hmm. Like, when it's time to give out the coats, I normally, you know, well, last time I did it in 2020, I did a park in New Orleans at Lehman Park. Mm -hmm. um, I did flyers all over. I bought a lot of coats. My mom bought a lot of coats. My son bought a lot of coats. So my, my friends came out. It was like, I wouldn't say they like it as much as feeding the homeless. It's kind of like a chore. Yeah. But um, they it's do more, it. It's more work with that one. And, and yeah, they already took, feed the homeless. But you took one of my questions. I was going to ask you, like, how did you? How do you guys acquire the coats? But it looks like you go out and you, you all I purchase. Buy the coats I buy them well. all year round. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so what's the most amount of coats that you've ever passed out? About. Like 55. Wow. 55 coats? Yeah. So do you reach out to others and get people to donate or donate money or any of that? I do. I sent a couple emails like the first year. I don't do it as much as I should Um, because I'm just one of those people. So you busy? Yeah. No. Well, I won't say I'm busy. It's kind of like I don't like to be discouraged. Like if, you know, too many people like, no, I don't have time. I, you know. I won't do it or I'll send it and don't, then I just won't. I'll just stop sending messages and do it myself. Yeah. Like, yeah I got yeah. it. Carrying everything <laughs> on my back. You're like, they ain't talking about nothing. Let yeah. me go ahead and do this right I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> Now, you know, one of the things that you talked about 
as well was traveling. So that's oh, something yeah. that, um, so talk to us a little bit about, I guess your, your escapades that you've gone on or, or places that you've been or places that you just say, this is on the bucket list. I got it. I got before it all, before it's all over, I got to go there. Oh yeah. That's the bucket list is super long. <laughs> the baby well, just got his passport. But, um, yeah. So where, where, where's the best place that you've been so far? The best? <laughs> I would say Paris. We mm. went to Paris. Um, we did a lot of New York, Los, Los Angeles. Um, where else? We went to the Million Man March in DC. Um, we go to Florida a lot. We always at the beach. But my bucket list. Let's talk. About <laughs> yeah, all right. Tell me about your bucket list. Um, I want to go to Greece. Okay. That's probably gonna be like a next year around April. But, <laughs> um, Egypt, Morocco, Cape Town. Okay. There's so many places. Africa, huh? Yeah. Africa and the Mediterranean. I went to Jamaica. Okay. Oh. So look at it. Louisiana girl be getting around. Yeah. Seeing the world. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's key. Like when you know, when you come up in a community that you know hasn't been as well off as other communities, being able to get that exposure. And I think a lot of why it's difficult for some people to make it out of those communities is because as children, they haven't been exposed to anything other than what they see. Right. Um, and to them, this is the extent of what the world is, you know, being able to open your horizons and see something wider. You feel like that contributed to the level of success that you've been able to see thus far? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we was in our community. It was you don't see many realtors. You don't see many, you don't see many successful people. Mm -hmm. So um, I think once I. I started working at Home Depot. That's that's how I became a realtor, anyway. But uh, I know that was one of your questions. I'm probably it was. Hey, but hey, look, you already look, you already there. So let's go ahead and jump into that. But one. Um, I met like a lot of investors, a lot of people into real estate, a lot of people into homes, a lot of contractors. I can also build a home, mm. not physically, but <laughs> mentally, I can. Yeah. Um. So like meeting all those different people, it just kind of put me in a space where you know. This is what I want to do. I love, love, love homes. Yeah. Like well, how long? How long have you been licensed, Joy? I've been licensed for five years. Okay. Now that's but I've five. been at the home improvement like over sixteen years. Wow! Wow! How'd you How'd you uh, get on with Home Depot? How'd you get connected? I, with I was I was a teenager working at um, Wendy's. And this this man, he was like the HR manager. He used to come in every day, and he only wanted to talk to me. He only wanted to talk to me. He was like, you should fill out an application at Home Depot. So I filled out an application. He hired me, and I was there. Like, I was there learning everything, learning how to cut pipe, learning how to make keys. Just mm -hmm. So you got and recruited. I, was, I, I like this. That man came and recruited you. Right. Oh, <laughs> so this is what you need to frame a house. I like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then from there, it spawned you getting licensed. Yes. So what, what was it that you saw in Home Depot was like, I need to get my real estate license. I worked at the contractor's desk and I was, I became realtors with the, like, it was like a little family. 
I worked at the desk and I was I was like a family with the customers and um I would say all already feeling like I was into real estate. <laughs> but one wanting to wanting to be in the business but not be on a job. Yeah, yeah. I got you. That makes sense. I got you. So so I'm assuming you left Home Depot. You said you had been there for like 16 years. You left Home Depot after you got your real estate license. Things start taking off for you. Yeah, I went to. I dropped down a part time first mm -hmm. and did that a couple months, and then I was like, once I seen those real estate checks, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Was the guy that recruited you? Was he still there? No. Oh, he was gone. Oh, he was an old, yeah, he was an older man. He was he was out of there, right? I bet he probably I bet he probably don't even realize the impact that you had that he had on your life. I know. From Wendy's. Yeah, from Wendy's. Wow, that's funny. All right, well, good. Well, so you know, with the with the the work that you do with the coats and feeding the homeless, with your understanding of uh, and, and your desire to travel, things like that. How do you find yourself blending? Because, you know, as realtors, real estate professionals, it can, get, it can get pretty busy. How do you find yourself blending those two worlds together? <clears throat> well, when you give back to the community, anytime you're in the community, like you're always relevant. Mm -hmm. Anytime, anywhere you go, you know, you, so I'm kind of like, it keeps you on people's mind. When somebody think of a realtor, you know, you're going to be the first one to call right they call so it just when you're in the community even though i might be there giving away codes you know i'm talking to families um i might be feeding the homeless it makes you one of them yeah so if they know somebody who needs a real estate agent they call they calling you they gonna call me so now how long have you been in houston i've been in houston about three four months so you just got here yes all right <laughs> So what what drove that decision to relocate? Um, wanting something different. The hurricanes in New Orleans. I know they have hurricanes here. That's the first thing people say. Well, they got hurricanes here. But um, you're a little further back. Yeah, and rebuilding over and over and over. Like I just fixed three roofs when Ida came. Yeah, I was like. So you needed different. so you needed something to do. Well, what why Houston though? Uh well my husband he drives from Houston to Baton Rouge back and forth. So Houston was oh. simple, you know, it's easy. Oh, it was an easy move. Yep. Sweet. Okay. So he didn't have to adjust nothing. Right. He didn't have to, he he could just you know go to work. He just <laughs> going to work from a different state, but yeah. he's still doing the same thing. Well, I mean, you know, the great thing about having your real estate license is, is that it is one of those careers where you can really take anywhere you go. You know, just apply, apply the same principles and things that you applied where you came from. Uh, now, you're still licensed in Louisiana, right? Yes. Do you still have active business going on in Louisiana? I do. I refer them out. Okay. To other agents? Yes. Sweet, sweet. So if you weren't a realtor... What would uh what would you be doing if you wasn't a real estate professional? If I wasn't into real estate, I would probably be um doing nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted a business where I work with teens and I teach them a trade. Like, you know, some teens might want to be an electrician or some mm -hmm. teens might want to be a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. So I would have mentors and mentees 
at this community center. Wow, I can see that. I can see that. Now you know there's a, a number of real estate professionals, and they do like they as a charity. Matter of fact, the National Association of Realtors they have an award called the Good Neighbor Award mm -hmm. that they give out every year to about seven or eight individuals uh, nationally uh, that are that do nonprofit work. Some of them own their own nonprofits, and then some of them just are very they work very um, uh, extensively. Mm -hmm. with the nonprofit and they get awarded on a national space. Uh, matter of fact, a Brooks and Davis agent, she went on to become a broker and opened up her own brokerage uh, this year. But last year she was one of the agents with us. Uh, she actually received the award. Uh, Sydney Ely received the award for her nonprofit twist for girls. Wow. So uh, the real estate community really applauds that kind of work. And uh, you can get a lot of um, visibility uh, mm -hmm. as you, you know, just embracing something that's already natural, that you're already passionate about, you can leverage it and enhance it. Uh, and it could definitely help spawn your real estate career. Oh, I'm excited. So what we're going to do a little bit is, um, you know, we pivot a little bit. Like I said, I'm, you know, coach, SEO, coach Mike. So we do a little bit of coaching. So, we'll you know, I'm going to throw some coaching questions at you. Um, you know, before I do that, though, you know, one question that I am very curious about, what is it about real estate that excites you, Joy? Helping, helping people change their family dynamic, yeah. you know, helping people buy a house. That's a huge decision. Yeah. So I would definitely say that. So you're excited about helping people. You seem like you're the kind yeah. of person that, uh, you like to you like to satisfy people's needs, right? That's what it sounds like. Um, oh, well, sweet. So, how's it been going? Like, have you been able to realize that over your career? You know, five years in multiple places, multiple states, practicing real estate. Have you uh, been able to achieve that? Yes, in Louisiana, not yet in Houston, not yet, not but yet. definitely in Louisiana, I definitely. See. Good, good, good. Well, look, trust the process, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to turn over just like it turned over in Louisiana. Right. Uh, so good stuff. So, you know, as we move into that vein, you know, talking about building momentum, getting things going, what do you feel like is your biggest challenge uh, to your real estate career right now? Being consistent with the um, clients that's not motivated. Mm. like okay. you know like you have clients who know exactly what they want and then some you just have to nurture mm -hmm. so just being consistent with the, the clients that's you know that you gotta kind of so so with that um so what what has been the what has been the challenge with the consistency like what do you feel is contributing to you not being not being consistent with those clients i think at the beginning of my career I didn't quite understand like some clients who just don't want to buy a house, but are still like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go show, you know, let's go see some houses and like, wasn't able to distinguish whether you just wasting my time. You don't really want to buy a house <laughs> than those who really wanted to. So, um, I think I kind of like cling to the ones who really want to. And those, some people, it's not that they don't want to. They just, not, you know, they just, you kind of got to ease their anxiety about some things. 
they're afraid. Yeah. Yeah. So like I struggle with that. Oh, oh. So you don't so you don't lump them together because another one of my questions was going to be like how do you do, how do you measure if a person's serious or if a person's just wasting your time? Like like what are you, what are the warning signs for you? Um, if if I'm you know if I give them a consultation if we're talking and I give them a few things uh, to do to work on or mm-hmm. you know um this is what you do let's just say credit let's just say hey you fix your credit um in six months we'll you'll apply for a lender so like if i talk to them eight months later and they haven't done anything with their credit i kind of you know feel like well you don't want to do it and and i'll just like you don't want to help you shut them down huh yeah (laughs) but that's (laughs) that's something that you want to work on right exactly Uh, you you feel like maybe you're you're handling it that way now is because of you know time time constraints that you may have with not being able because that takes a lot of time to really uh, coddle somebody in that manner. I think it's I don't want to because in real estate I mean you can have a client for six months if you don't go to close and then it's just I feel like oh my god I did all this for nothing so I think because at the beginning I've had so many situations. To where it's like you put all this work in and you wasn't serious. You could have told me you wasn't serious. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I like run away, like, oh my God. Yeah. You're not you serious. Well, let me give you know this person my time who's serious. Wow. So if you had it your way, like if if you had the the power to just pull out a magical paintbrush and and paint a whole new scenario. What do what would you rather it be like when it came to those people and you being able to help them, or or what does consistency look like? Because you're saying staying consistent with them. I would. Um, I guess I would have more patience with um, finding out what is like what's what might be holding them back. Because mm-hmm. some people, some people will be scared to buy a house because they think they need all these thousands of dollars, you know, like not being educated on a program. So I think I would, um, consistency will look like is like finding out, you know, what they're scared of. Mm. What it sounds like you're saying, Joy, is, is that you are, you being intentional about being more curious, right? Mm-hmm. So like you you meet with them and then you give them the six month game plan and then you follow up with them in six months and they haven't done any of it. Mm-hmm. That at that moment, you you become more curious on what well, what happened, like what right. what what prevented, what was the what was the circumstances, what was you know. So seeing it more as an opportunity to learn more or to adjust versus seeing it as oh they're not serious, that's why they didn't do it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you feel like that's something that you could do? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, I think yeah. that's a. I think that's easy. I think that's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think the consistency is is key. Uh, unmotivated, you know, working with unmotivated, and uh, you know, we 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 throw that word around like somebody's motivated, somebody's not motivated. Um, but I'm with you. Like uh, a lot of times, we base that on their behavior. Mm-hmm. But in reality, people are not their behavior, right? Right. Um, a lot of times, based on the circumstances, based on the environment, 
sometimes we decide to do things or we behave in a certain way based on circumstances. So people are really not their behavior, but I agree, Joy, that people others are not being as patient as we should with right. people to right. learn more, to learn more, be more curious about what are the circumstances. And then truly, uh, because I can tell this with you, like you want to be impactful, right? You have a love right. for people. Well, to before you can really help, right? Before we can really offer and real estate is it's it's like the perfect example for it. At the end of the day, they do want to buy a house. They just don't understand what all is required, not just financially, mentally, right? You got to be in a, a certain headspace to even get through this process, you know, emotionally, right? So it's key that as professionals, as we guide people through this stuff, um, that that skill, number one, being very skilled at it, and number two, being uh being patient um with it but that that fulfillment that you talked about earlier of why you are excited about this business that fulfillment of truly impacting a person's life to where they buy their first home and change everything for their family moving forward that fulfillment is stronger when you know you've taken that person from not knowing what to do or not believing right, right. to uh, actually realizing this dream uh for them and their family so i say stick with it because you the, the one of the biggest things that you have is that you care mm -hmm. right you have that care for people uh and i think that that's a that's a strong weapon uh in in the in the in your belt a blessing and a curse a blessing <laughs> A blessing, a blessing, a blessing. Absolutely. Well, Joy, I definitely want to thank you for allowing us a window into your world, right? You are a phenomenal guest. I knew it was going to be an awesome time that we we're going to spend an awesome time together. Thank we you. learned a lot about you and, and your love for people and the, and how you show it through your actions and, you know, your traveling, seeing the world, right? We're going to get to Africa, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to get to Egypt and Morocco and Cape Town. We're going to get there. Uh, but I definitely want to thank you for uh, being my guest today. Are, are there any final words that you may have, like any anything that you want the audience to know about you that you haven't talked about already or just uh, just some final words for the people? Keep going, like keep striving, <laughs> especially if you want to buy that first house. Say keep moving. Keep moving. Don't give up. Ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, great job. Great job, Joy. Thank you so, so much. And y'all go follow Joy. Y'all go to IG. She be on there every day, but not every three days on Facebook, but every right, day every so Y'all go, y'all go to add Joy for the Realtor uh, on IG so y'all can engage and y'all can follow her. All right. So before we wrap the show up, I want to remind you all about some things that we have coming down the pipeline, you know, here at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Uh, we keep a weak field of events. Uh, that we're knocking out. So uh, make sure you go to our website uh, to reserve your spot for any of our trainings or anything. Remember, you do not have to be a, an agent with Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm uh, to participate or take part in any of the events, uh, whether they're in person or whether they are virtual. Uh, as long as you're a licensed agent, uh, as long as you have your real estate license, you can take part in whatever we're doing. 
Uh, and if you're not licensed, uh, we still have a way for you to participate through our real estate student affiliate program. Uh, but again, you can go to our website and learn about all of that. All right. So uh, at 2.30, we're going to be going live again. Uh, it's our uh, another show in our BND TV lineup, our mastermind through tough times, just real estate professionals talking about a little bit of randomness. Uh, our random topic for today, along with myself and uh, my co-host, Margaret um, Mystique Harrison, uh, and our super producer, uh, Jamin J. Joseph with Milk and Honey Productions. So we're going to be going live on, at 2.30 here shortly. Laws require bulletproof cars to address the increase in Texas road rage. That's what we're going to be talking about here soon. So you guys jump back on, get in the comments. Look, on that show, we'll actually bring you in on the camera. So we want you to come on camera with us uh, and just get in that shop talk with us at 2.30. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're bringing in Mr. Keith Lemons with Cornerstone Lending. And uh, he's going to talk to you about how, as a real estate professional, be known for the person that saves your clients more money than any other realtor. Um, they have some great programs that Keith's going to be talking about. One of them speaks about how the client can re receive up to $35,000 in assistance. He's going to be talking about that. He's going to be talking about how uh, fast and easy the qualification process is for uh, applying for these different programs. Uh, and then he's also going to talk about how they have an option where they could get you up to 25% off a brand new home, right? So, you know, it'll you really need to come in. You know, we're going to be having some food. If you're coming into the corporate office, we'll feed you. Uh, but you'll also be able to see it virtually. Just make sure that you reserve your spot. It's going to be tomorrow at 12 o'clock. And then on Thursday, we're bringing in another training. We're bringing in some young ladies. They're going to be talking about their owner finance uh program um you know at brooks and davis we're all about non-traditional methods of helping get more people in the homes so that's going to be on thursday at 12 o'clock again um we'll feed you if you come into the office um or you can check it out virtually and they're going to talk about how they you can actually get a referral fee for you know in addition to whatever commission that you're you're going to be making with helping the buyer but uh, if they're not able to get traditional financing and uh, they qualify and they move forward with this owner financing type scenario, then you can get a referral fee up to $1,000 for every buyer that you refer. So they're going to talk more about that. Um, they're also going to talk about how simple and seamless their approval process is, uh, as well as an opportunity where as a realtor, you can make passive income by partnering with them as well. So that's going to be on Thursday, 12 o'clock. Again, make sure you go to the website and um, reserve your spot so we'll know, you know that you're coming or, or that we can make sure that we get the logon information to you if you are going to be checking it out virtually. Uh, <coughs> again, before we let you go, if you have a real estate need like looking to buy a house or maybe putting your house on the market for sale or maybe you are uh, just got your real estate license, uh, you're looking for a brokerage to join or you're already licensed. And now you're just thinking about making a change. We're about to play a message. So make sure you stay on till the end of the show. Got a very special message just for you. Uh, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Real to Life podcast. We had another great guest, Miss Joyful Martin. Uh, but I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. 
It's time to take off, baby. Make it a great one. Hey, this is Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC. I am also a realtor plus business coach. If you are currently have a real estate need or you're in the process of getting your real estate license or maybe you've already gotten your license, awesome. Watch this whole video because I have some outstanding news just for you. Now, if you are considering buying a home, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment to schedule a showing for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. But when you hire our real estate company to help you, we will hold your hand and guide you through the home buying process step by step. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Or maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. We want you to know that we offer at no cost or no commitment a couple of things. First is a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report for your home. This report will show you the amount of buying and selling that has taken place within your neighborhood within the most recent 6 to 12 months. All we need is your mailing address and email address to get the report over to you. We also offer at no cost or commitment a free in-person property condition home evaluation. This is where one of our real estate professionals will come into your home and give you recommendations and advice on what changes to make to the condition of your home and talk with you about how these changes could help sell your home faster and or for more money. But when you hire our real estate company to help you sell your home, we will put your home in front of more active home buyers than any other realtor. Just visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment for you to be able to attend any Brooks and Davis real estate firm training or event. But when you join our firm, we will show you how to get everything you want using your real estate license. And what we believe real estate professionals want are an outstanding quality of life, the freedom of having options, and the ability to pursue what makes them happy. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more.